Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, whatever part of the day you're in. I sure do appreciate you joining me, giving me a little bit of your time. I know y'all have so many things pulling you in different directions. So, thank you for sharing a little bit of it here. And maybe it'll get you through part of the day, whether it's conference or lunch period or getting ready in the morning, winding down in the evening, building fence, driving up and down the road, vacuuming, laundry, dishes, changing diapers, ferrying, children from one place to the next. (laughs) At any rate, I'm glad you're here. Not a whole lot on the homestead. Desperately need to get in the garden to get control of some of these weeds and grass that are starting to sprout up. Maybe we will get to that in the next day or two. I hope. You know, you you feel this this list of things just bombarding you. I think we talked about it here recently. One of my beloved cousins talked to me about it. It's like having all these open tabs, right? Like a computer screen. And We've got them all open and we're thinking about, what should we be doing here? What should we be doing there? What do we need to do this, that, the next thing, right? Children, house, spouse, God, etc. And I'm not downplaying that. I I completely understand and sometimes feel uh, what they were saying about the open tabs. But I think we let ourselves do that to a certain extent. We talk ourselves into it. Because we're not willing to just simply say no to some things. Because we don't want to let anybody down often, right? Or we don't want other people to think we can't handle it. And so we try and do everything. Right, and the old saying, you end up, you try and do everything, you end up doing nothing well. Had a pastor, my pastor growing up, told me before I went off to college, he said, you're going to have three things pulling on you really hard in college. Social life, academics, and athletics, because I was going to play And he said, you're going to be able to do any two of those things really well. Academics and athletics, academics and social life, or social life and athletics. But he said, but you're not going to be able to do three of them well at all. You can do two well, or you can do three kind of halfway. And... And that turned out to be absolutely true. And so whatever point you're at today, 
if you feel like you've just got a million things coming at you. And it, it's not going to just be in one day, folks. You're not going to be able to figure it out overnight. But start to work your way toward really, truly prioritizing your list. What's important? And get up and think about that. Okay, what do I have to do this morning? And don't make your list so overwhelming that you're, you're bound to lose from the get-go. Right? Don't make your list so long that you can't achieve it. Pick a couple things that you really have to do that day. Make sure that they line up with your priorities for that day. And then plan the rest of your day around that. As a student, if that means that you can't participate in every single extracurricular activity that you want to, that's okay. As an adult, if that means that you can't do absolutely every single thing that you want to do each day, that's okay. As a parent, if that means that you have to tell your kids no, you can't do every single thing, that's okay. The priorities, folks, God, your spouse if you're married, family, country, these are the things, right, that ought to suck up our time. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and move on because we've done one of these priority podcasts pretty recently. I got off track there, but uh, we'll go back into it again. It's something obviously we're struggling with as a nation, so it's why we talk about it. Maybe we need to talk about it more often. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you, Father, and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the time to record this podcast, for the people that listen to it and share it, subscribe to it, be with them and their families, bless them, keep them safe. Protect them from evil of any kind. Be with us as a nation, Lord, and as individuals. Help us to get our priorities back in order. Help us to seek you first, to love you with our whole heart, mind, soul, and strength, and to love our neighbors as ourselves. And help us put that into practical use each day in our own lives to really get our priorities and orders, to make sure that we have the things that are truly important at the top of our list each day, not at the bottom, at the end. Forgive us our sins, Lord. Forgive us our shortcomings, our failures. Help us to do a better job. And God, my words here, Father, please, in your Son's name we pray. So, obviously, I missed this by a couple days, and uh, that's my own fault for not paying attention to the calendar more. Last year, we did about a week, <clears throat> excuse me, on Christopher Columbus, just because there's so much, so many, so many lies out there. Uh, and this week, we're going to go ahead and finish out the week, probably, on Christopher Columbus. There's no way I can even remotely begin to cover all the information uh, that's out there on him. Uh, but we're going to go through and read some 
writings from him and others of that time instead of listening to the narrative today, right? Because the narrative today about Christopher Columbus is that he was this evil, white Christian European that came over to America specifically for the purpose of raping natives, pillaging their land, plundering it, destroying it, causing genocide among the natives, like that that was his stated goal. That's the narrative you get. And I'm, I promise I won't go down this rabbit trail too long, folks, but that is ties into so much of our problems in education today. Because we're not teaching what's important, and we're not teaching the truth. And it's impossible to, folks, if our public education system, and we're going to do a podcast about this probably next week, isn't centered on God. Because you can't teach the truth if it's not centered around God in the Bible. And we've got a number of founders we talk about often, use those quotes, that, that knew this. Um, and so we're going to go back and talk about Christopher Columbus for, I don't know, we'll see. Uh, at least, hopefully, through the end of the week, and we'll just kind of see where we go from there, right? So I think this first thing, well, Columbus, right, one of the things you need to know is is his perseverance. He tried to convince different monarchs in Europe to finance this trip, this expedition, for about seven years of just constant rejection. So whatever you're trying to do in your life, whatever goals you have, just think about that every once in a while, right? The amount of ridicule that he got. And there's, there's some great examples in the Bible of men and women that waited years and years and years, sometimes decades, for what they really wanted. Uh, and, and sometimes it didn't come, folks. Sometimes all the reward that we have to look forward to is heaven, which is enough. We just, our earthly selves don't think so sometimes. But he set sail on August the 3rd, 1492. Finally got King Ferdinand and Queen Isabella to pay for the voyage. And this was the longest voyage ever made up until this point out of sight of land and discovered the New World on October the 12th, 1492. And so today we're going to read, this is a pretty long section, out of his own book, Libro de las Profesas, Profesas. I'm, I'm saying that wrong, folks. My Spanish is, was never great to begin with, but it's certainly old and rusty now. Uh, but his book of prophecies. <coughs> and a great source for this book. There's a couple great books out there. I'm pulling these little snippets out of 
the America's God and Country Encyclopedia of Quotations. Uh, but there's a ton of places that you can get this information on Columbus. Again, I just like these books, the couple Bibles and this book on quotations, because it kind of puts a lot of, not all of it, folks, they couldn't put everything in there, but it puts a lot of really good information in one place. So these are his own words, right? At a very early age, I began to sail upon the ocean. For more than 40 years, I have sailed everywhere that people go. I prayed to the most merciful Lord about my heart's great desire, and he gave me the spirit and the intelligence for the task. Seafaring, astronomy, geometry, arithmetic, skill in drafting spherical maps and placing correctly the cities, rivers, mountains, and ports. I also studied cosmology, history, chronology, and philosophy. It was the Lord who put into my mind I could feel his hand upon me. The fact that it would be possible to sail from here to the Indies. All who heard of my project rejected it with laughter, ridiculing me. There is no question that the inspiration was from the Holy Spirit because he comforted me with the rays of marvelous illumination from the Holy Scriptures. A strong and clear testimony from the 44 books of the Old Testament from the four Gospels, and from the 23 epistles of the blessed apostles, encouraging me continually to press forward, and without ceasing for a moment, they now encourage me to make haste. Our Lord Jesus desired to perform a very obvious miracle in the voyage to the Indies, to comfort me and the whole people of God. I spent seven years in the royal court discussing the matter with many persons of great reputation and wisdom. In all the arts, and in the end, they concluded that it was all foolishness. So they gave it up. But since things generally come to pass that were predicted by our Savior Jesus Christ, we should also believe that this particular prophecy will come to pass. In support of this, I offer the Gospel text, Matthew 24, 25, in which Jesus said that all things would pass away, but not his marvelous word. He affirmed that it was necessary that all things be fulfilled that were prophesied by him and by the prophets. I said that I would state my reasons. I hold alone to the sacred and holy scriptures and to the interpretations of prophecy given by certain devout persons. It is possible that those who see this book will accuse me of being unlearned in literature, of being a layman and a sailor. I reply with the words of Matthew 11:25, Lord, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent, and hath revealed them unto babes. The Holy Scripture testifies in the Old Testament by our Redeemer, Jesus Christ, that the world must come to an end. The signs of when this must happen are given by Matthew, Mark, and Luke. The prophets also predicted many things about it. Our Redeemer Jesus Christ said that before the end of the world, all things must come to pass that had been written by the prophets. The prophets wrote in various ways. 
Isaiah is the one most praised by Jerome, Augustine, and by other theologians. They all say that Isaiah was not only a prophet, but an evangelist as well. Isaiah goes into great detail in describing future events and in calling all people to our holy Catholic faith. Most of the prophecies of Holy Scripture have been fulfilled already. I am a most unworthy sinner, but I have cried out to the Lord for grace and mercy, and they have covered me completely. I have found the sweetest consolations since I made it my whole purpose to enjoy His marvelous presence. For the ex execution of the journey to the Indies, I did not make use of intelligence, mathematics, or maps. It is simply the fulfillment of what Isaiah had prophesied. All this is what I desire to write down for you in this book. No one should fear to undertake any task in the name of our Savior, if it is just, and if the intention is purely for His holy service. The working out of all things has been assigned to each person by our Lord. But it all happens according to His sovereign will, even though He gives advice. He lacks nothing that it is in His power of that is that it is in the power of men to give him. Oh, what a gracious Lord, who desires that people should perform for him those things which he holds himself responsible. Day and night, moment by moment, everyone should express to him their most devoted gratitude. I said that some of the prophecies remained yet to be fulfilled. These are great and wonderful things for the earth. And the signs are that the Lord is hastening the end. The fact that the gospel must still be preached to so many lands in such a short time. This is what convinces me. And I'll end with this for today, folks. Queen Isabella's commission to Columbus. It is hoped that by God's assistance, some of the continents and islands in the ocean will be discovered for the glory of God. I know I went way over, folks. I apologize, but we'll spend some more days in this. The point is, when you really get into it, Columbus's main purpose was to spread the gospel, was to do the work of God and Jesus Christ. And most of the evils that you hear today about were not his goal or even really his doing, right? Like the, the supposed genocide that you hear about, a lot of that was caused by disease. And when you read about some of these tribes, like some of the natives there, they were really happy that he came because they, they hoped that he would protect him from the cannibals that also lived on those islands. There's a couple of great little short videos and then I really will leave you all alone. Uh, by Prager University if you get a chance to watch them and they're most of them are less than five minutes about Columbus and about the discovery of America really phenomenal resources if you get a chance if you get time share the podcast with one person I would appreciate it y'all help spread the word far more than anything I could do if you feel so inclined and want to subscribe to the podcast, it's $3 a month and you get all the extra episodes that we do each month. 
And if you're looking for a way to communicate with me about the podcast, americansoulpodcast at gmail.com. So thank you all so much, folks. God bless you all. God bless your marriages. If you're married, God bless your families. God bless America. We'll talk to you all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.